Hello, this is Parker, and you're listening to Kaleidoscope. I don't have my um, usual co-host with me tonight, because uh, Shree's at home taking care of our cat right now, and I'm at home with my lovely mother, Lisa. Say hello. Hello, everyone. And my sister, lovely sister, Ellen. Say hello. Hello. And let's... You want to... Just tell the audience a little about yourselves. Sure, I'll go first. Um, I am Parker's mom, and I am 55 years old, and I have been a school teacher and also worked in the um, education sales industry, and I am excited <laughs> to be on this podcast tonight. We're, we are glad to have you. Thank you. Ellen. Okay, this is Ellen. I'm... Parker's sister, and I'm 22 years old. I live in Cincinnati, and I work for a clinical research organization, and I'm not going to explain what that is. (laughs) (laughs) I want to say we miss you, Shree, and we miss Little Angel, so sorry you can't be with us tonight. Yeah, well, next time we'll get Shree in on this, the next time we're all together, but... You know, we couldn't leave the little baby alone by herself because she's only seven weeks old. Right, right. Anyway, so how was everybody's week, you know? I've had a wonderful week, well, a long week of work, but then very happy that that both of you have come home for the Labor Day weekend, so I've really enjoyed cooking for you and (laughs) serving you and waiting (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I've enjoyed yeah. our time together, and uh, it's nice to have you both just relax and mm-hmm. and see you not stressed out and not worried about anything, but just at home. Relaxing. Yeah, this is just before the shit hits the fan, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's going to hit the fan? School. school. Yeah. Right? right? I miss you that you're yeah. back at school. It was nice yeah. having you home this summer. And, yeah. Uh, and I miss Ellie, but mm-hmm. she uh, she comes home often enough where I plan visits. Yeah. So you can buy me food right. and feed me. Right. Yeah, I think Ellen's been home more time in the last few months than she was for four years of college. Yeah, it seems like that. <laughs> <laughs> Now that I got to make my own way. Right. Yeah, she comes uh, home so I can buy her groceries. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So how was your week, Ellen? Um, it was fine. It's just stressful at work, mm-hmm. and it's not like I can explain what's going on because nobody will understand yeah. what I'm talking about. Well, that's but right. it's a job, yeah, and I'm getting paid, mm-hmm. so I can't complain. It's your first real job, yeah. so it's that's quite a job. big yeah. change in life. <laughs> yep. So, and my week was fine. Yeah. Class got a first week down. For classes Good. and they went fine. Yeah, say some of the names of the classes that you're taking, which completely <laughs> stymie me. Well, I'm one class is modern China, another one is um, campaigns and elections. I'm taking Spanish online, and this is the last Spanish I have to take. <laughs> Praise be! Praise the Lord. Um, what else am I taking? Um, oh, Soviet successor states. And as you do. <laughs> yes, as you do. That, listen, this is all the breakers of a political science major. Right. So anybody logging into a political science, you're going to take a lot of those types of classes. Exactly. And you're going to write a lot. Right. And I mean a lot. Right. So, but no, it was a good first It's week. a good thing both your parents are English teachers. Yes, 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 yes. Right. 
always good to have two English. It does help. Yeah. Especially when you get lazy. <laughs> yes, indeed. We won't talk about those yeah. times. Yeah, no. We won't talk about that. Anyway, um, should we uh, move on to the deta- today's discussion? I think it's about time. I think, <laughs> I think people are not interested in our little lives. Well, I always think it's good to have just a little bit of light chat before sure. delving into the rigors and the muck of whatever topic we decide to delve into. So, today's topics, or topics, I should say, are sexism and feminism. So, the reason why I have my mother and my sister on the podcast is to sort of get perspective, considering Shri and I are both not women, you know. (laughs) Right. Like, we can't... We can offer... Our opinions, but I think it's better to you have... You can offer support for the yeah, yeah. female community yes. by not being sexist. Mm-hmm. Right. But you don't have right any first-hand experience. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's why we have two real-life women on our podcast today. <laughs> so why don't we start with just with sexism and what was your experience with it? I think mom can start off with this okay, I'll go first. So, as I said, I'm 55 years old, so I was really a teenager and a young adult, mm-hmm. a young female, um, in the Stone, you know, the, age. the, the Stone <laughs> Ages, the 70s, mm-hmm. um, and early 80s, mm-hmm. and, and so back then, it was just known that it sounds like I'm talking about the 1800s. That's, <laughs> That's what it was, though. Back Basically. in the yeah. 70s and 80s, even though, even though we were aware that there were, you know, women's movements mm-hmm. going on and fight for women's rights, it was not something that I would say, in large part, affected a good part of the female population. So I was aware that it was a male-dominated society, mm-hmm. but it wasn't something at the time that you consciously felt like or that I did or people women in my community felt like this is something we need to rise up against well a lot of women actually back then if you look at some of the documentaries from then they'd interview women on the streets and they just would say I don't know what the big fuss is about Mm -hmm. about the feminists you know they did not they really felt like they did not have a dog in the fight Mm -hmm. right because so many women especially women who followed the traditional path of going to high school, getting married, Mm -hmm. raising a family. Mm -hmm. It was just the accepted thing that the woman was kind of subordinate to the Mm -hmm. man. The man controlled the finances, made the decisions, Mm -hmm. you know, went to work. Uh, Even though women were working, Mm -hmm. and I know that was happening, but I'm saying where I grew up and what I experienced, Mm -hmm. it was basically the man ruled the roost. Well, but I mean, I guess in your, sort of your own experience, like with your mother, our grandmother, she, you know, after divorcing your father, it, you know, like went back to college, which was very unheard right. of at the time, and got yeah. a college degree. Right. And although she did go and become a teacher, which I know is a very, for at least that time, that was a pretty common thing 
for, for a lot women. of women, right. women mm-hmm. to do, but right. that she still did right. something right. fairly uncommon and go. Yes, so that. let me speak to that for a little bit. So my mother didn't have a driver's license until she was 31 years old, mm-hmm. and that was not uncommon, mm-hmm. uh, at least for where we lived. And um, at age 31, she got a driver's license. She started going to night school, Mm -hmm. going back to college to get a degree Mm -hmm. in teaching. Mm -hmm. So even though she chose a profession that is female-dominated and is, well, what else can you do? You're a woman. Go teach. But she was kind of a trendsetter in a way in that she did Mm -hmm. break out of the mold, Mm -hmm. even though she had three children at home. Mm and a husband, she went back to school, yeah. got her degree, got a job, and then divorced my dad. Yeah. And I think that she did all that so that, that mm-hmm. she could live yeah. on her own and provide yeah. for us. So she really did um, kind of set a model for me mm-hmm. as far as being a strong woman in that regard. Mm-hmm. What I didn't have was the kind of support of, you can be more than just yeah. a teacher. Right. Uh, and mm-hmm. my sister's a teacher, mm-hmm. uh, and like people who that I went to from my high school who went to college, mm-hmm. mainly you know my college roommate became a teacher. Yeah. We were, or a nurse. Yeah. You could have been encouraged to be a nurse. Yeah. Um, but your it, family just happened to be teachers. Yeah. Yeah, my family yeah. just happened to be teachers, and no one really said to me if you want to be a doctor you want to be a scientist you want to be an engineer that just was not anything that was that still kind of happens though i mean if you look at the statistics of at about age seven is when girls start getting discouraged from math and science Mm -hmm. they are told that or, you know, whether it's consciously or subconsciously, something goes on right. where girls start veering towards the left away from yeah. math right. and the boys are encouraged to say, well, we need you to be our scientists mm-hmm. and our engineers right. and our doctors. And then you start see seeing larger numbers of mm-hmm. the girls not doing well in math yeah. because they've been told, well, you right. simply can't yeah. do right. it. Well, I mean, it's like, and also like with the toys you're given. As children. Right. You know, like, girls are predominantly bought baby dolls and tea sets. And all <laughs> kitchen this. sets. Yeah, and, and right. all this stuff. For, and men have trucks yeah. and guns and now, Exactly. But with our, boys, yeah. I mean, at least for our growing up, you know, I mean. You we could, had whatever. Yeah. We shared, like, I had doctor sets mm-hmm. and played with, you know, Legos and yeah. the rescue right. heroes. Mm-hmm. And, and I think one of the reasons for that is that even though um, I grew up in a, a society that was dominated by men, which it still is, yeah. by the way, oh, nothing has nothing changed. Nothing yeah. has changed. Yeah, but um, I, for some reason, oh, developed a sense of I don't want a man having power yeah. over me. I want to be able to make my own choices. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to make my own way. And at a very early age, I had this sense of whatever it takes, you're going to figure out yeah. how to make it on your own mm-hmm. and not be dependent on a man. And it always really has irritated me if I feel like a man is trying to exert power right. over me. And so I think that that has then transferred to the way that your dad and I have raised mm-hmm. you. We didn't want there to be 
divisions mm-hmm. of you. Well, you're a girl, mm-hmm. you only get Barbie dolls, yeah. and you're a boy, you only want to play with trucks and guns, yeah. and that totally wor- did not work out yeah. that way. No, um, that that's you weren't even drawn to those yeah. things. So I am happy that we were able to. Mm-hmm. Um, at least in our home, make it more equitable yeah. and not so gender oriented. Mm-hmm. Not so you can have this, yeah. but not that. Right. And right. And I have known people in my family who have gotten angry. They like, oh well, my son wants to play with a doll, and right. and then the dad would get very angry to, with the mom. You can't let our son yeah. play with a doll, which has nothing so. to no. do with future masculinity. Right. It's nothing. just from the beginning. Mm-hmm. We have decided that girls must play with dolls because we have to teach them to take care of children because that is their only goal. And then the men can play with science kits and doctor kits and trucks and stuff because they have to go out and take care of the family and have a real job. So if you look at the toys, they're all baby dolls and Barbie dolls. You're taking care of something as a girl. For the men, Mm -hmm. it's... Well, we need to start getting yeah. acclimated with the job you're going to right. be doing. Right. Well, that's like, in, that sort of, this whole conversation sort of goes to, into like toxic masculinity of expected gender norm for children. Right. Because I mean, at least for myself, you know, like society, what society wanted me to be as a right. boy was tough and masculine and play with trucks, trains. And play sports. Yeah, and be, yeah. Re, right. And I did none of that. I did none right. of that. Like, right. Yeah. Well, here's a fun story. So okay. when, um, when, as you know, when your dad, uh, or when I was traveling so much, which I still do, mm-hmm. and you two were in elementary school, your dad, who's older than I am, was able to retire mm-hmm. um, and stay home and take care of you. Yes. Yeah. So as I'm out in the work world, mm-hmm. I would, you know, your dad is wonderful and yeah. I would say he does the grocery shopping, yeah. he does the laundry, mm-hmm. he takes yeah. care of the cats, yeah. he takes care of the kids, and yeah. I go out and travel, yeah. which has been pretty atypical mm-hmm. for at least for our yeah. community. But then I took your dad on a business trip with me, mm-hmm. and afterwards one of the women, one of my colleagues, said to me, mm-hmm. I'm really glad to have met your husband. I I really thought he was gonna be some kind of milk toast kind of guy <laughs> oh my because gosh. of everything he did around the house. No. And yeah, and wow. so yeah. right. That really still goes on. It does. I mean it if totally you think does. about like I think even some of us who are feminists mm-hmm. think about that You know, you try not to, but sometimes you hear about a stay-at-home dad, and Mm -hmm. you immediately kind of think, Oh, wow, what's wrong with that? But after having been raised by Mm -hmm. one, kind of, it's like, that's not at all. Well, like today, when I was returning the slacks that your dad had ordered online to American Eagle... And the checkout person said, oh, you mean he did that online? Because that's like kind of like a woman thing yeah. to do, like, uh, to buy clothes. Shop online. Yeah. So anyway, let's hear about your experience. Yeah. Enough about me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I've only been in this world for 22 years. So it's, it's, I've also had, I've also grown up in a different age where we are getting a little bit better. I wouldn't say... We're anywhere close to what it should be. I honestly think if Susan B. Anthony were alive, she would look at the progress we made and said, 
Is that all? Yeah. yeah it's really, I mean, yeah. really I disappointed. I got arrested for right. voting yeah. before I was, you know, I had the right. Mm-hmm. And this is really where we stand yeah. right now. But yeah. I think just in general, it's the idea kind of like, I find it more like when I'm drinking and going out mm-hmm. is that um, if I'm out and I'm, which is with my girlfriends you or drink? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but it's um almost like you just expect there to be guys that are just gonna follow you. Mm-hmm. Like I just wanna go out and have fun with my friends. And I've there have been maybe one or two chance or one or two times where there hasn't been a guy that followed mm-hmm. us from bar to bar. Yeah, and no. they just immediately. That's kind of scary. Yeah. It's, but it's like, oh, she's out. She's drinking. She's vulnerable. She's a good, yeah. Easy target. Easy target. And immediately they are putting their hands on yeah. you. There's not. They'll yeah. put their hand. Your hand. Like I remember what in sophomore year, um, we won the intramural like tournament uh-huh. for volleyball, and. Uh, my friend Rob, his friends from high school were there, mm-hmm. and we were just kind of like drinking in his room, mm-hmm. and one of the guys just put his arm around me what? and mm-hmm. put me on his lap, oh, and, uh, and totally uninvited. But like uh, that's just kind of how it goes: is they think, well, she's drinking, yeah, she's going to want this, mm-hmm. right? She's she's just right. going to go along well, with it. Well, like with Brock Turner, you know. He, what does that is no, not at all what we're talking about. No, that is a completely separate. No, I mean, but about, the point is, if Brock Turner moved on, not this girl, this girl because she was drunk, and oh, that well, that's that, yeah, that's how. The, well, that's taking yeah that taking that advantage is, of someone yeah. who's impaired for sure. Well, but, yeah, but I'm not talking. I mean, that of course, yes, yeah. is a huge issue. Is is the but it's just the assumption yeah. that. I'm dressed up, mm-hmm. I look good, and I've had something to drink. Yeah. Or just the assumption that I'm a man, mm-hmm. and if I want to show attention to you as a woman, yes. you should like it. Yeah. So you I should like what I'm doing. Your little no, thing, but I agree with but that. But I have two quick stories. Oh, okay. So there's a local business back when I was, you know, 30 years younger uh-huh. and, you know, whatever. <laughs> Um, every time I went into this business, the mm-hmm. owner would always find a reason to come up and stand beside oh. me, mm-hmm. put his arm around me, touch my arm, that sort of thing. That happened yep. so many times. Now, I, I feel ashamed that I let it go on for mm-hmm. so long. But finally, I said to him, you have to stop touching yeah. me. Right. And then I felt like, oh, I felt empowered in a way, but I, it was also made me very nervous. Well, you feel like... You don't want to be rude, but right. it's like wrong. Well, you but don't know kind of where like, it's gonna go. As you know? as Karen and Georgia say, and I know we shouldn't reference you know this all the time, but you know, f politeness. Yeah. You can't. It is your right to not be touched mm. by someone, and it is not yes, a man's right. You can right. say no to unwanted touching. Right. And then the other quick story: a, a person that I worked with. Um, I don't know if this had anything to do with it or not. 
born and raised in the deep south. I was walking across a convention center, and he whistled at me. Now, we are colleagues. We are professors. Cat called me, and I whipped around and gave him a piece of my mind, and he was stunned. He acted stunned. Uh He said, that's a compliment to women. No, it's not. Didn't understand it all while I was offended. Well, so that kind of behavior is so common still in this world. Yes, it's the assumption that I'm giving her a compliment, mm-hmm. I'm making I'm her feel good by touching yeah. her, right, right. whatever I'm doing, she wants, and it's a right. compliment to well, her. Well, like, the when I worked at the church, the other custodian I worked with, Dave, you know, he is from very rural West Virginia and was born in, like, 1940-whatever, mm-hmm. and, you know, he said, oh, sweetheart, and darling, right. and honey, and, like... You know, I like, have a name. Like, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> like, yes. Like, and he was telling me, like, when he worked in Seattle, like, he, for whatever reason, he had a female co-worker, and he did call her honey, and she, that female co-worker did tell him off, and he was like, well, how dare she? You know, that's <laughs> only a, just a compliment, but it's like, women have names, and that's not, like, to be called honey and sweetheart all the time is a demeaning it immediately is. is associated with i know more than you right let me help you sweetie yeah because you can't right. do it yourself that. that'd be like if if guys that i saw that i felt were useless i'd say okay little buddy let me help it, you right well, right. little guy let me right. help yeah. you out yeah, i mean right. it's the idea that well you aren't as capable as me mm-hmm. so i've got to use this name mm-hmm. to label you right. and say well honey let me help you because you can't you do this yourself a, uh, it puts you in a category of sublimation yeah. yes like you mm-hmm. are uh, yeah so. you don't know as much as me you're not right. as capable as me mm-hmm. here's your category check and you Next. should like it that i yeah. call you sweet it's in de- it's a term of endearment yes. yeah I, right. I mean, I you saw the look yeah. on my face right now. Right, yeah. it just makes me want to gag. Right, it's. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, even if I get called that, one of my friends called me sweetie, and she's a girl, and I said, "Do not right. call me that." Right. As a female, right. you should not ever, ever call another female yeah. by that. That's bizarre. It was. Uh, you'll have to tell me later who that was. <laughs> I, I was taken aback yeah. because I was like. What are you doing? Right. It's almost, it's demeaning. It's demeaning. That's yeah. exactly what, it's yeah. demeaning. You immediately, it was like a sting. It was like, okay, right. I'm guess, yeah. I'm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. It is, it's very off-putting mm-hmm. is what off-putting. it is. Right, Is right, right. you're immediately, yeah. and, but like, it's like, with the unwanted touching, mm-hmm. you want to tell them off, but then you feel a little weird after. You're like. And like, you shouldn't. S- and you right? shouldn't. That's right. the problem that we're having is that like. We need to start telling these men off yeah. more, so right. they realize, oh, this is a this real, is... real problem. But you almost feel like you're in the wrong. Yeah, it's well, like, what am I? Thing. And like, that's that is person yeah. at church that Parker just mentioned, and a couple of people who are friends of ours who do call me sweetie or honey. Yeah. Or as I said earlier today when we were talking at dinner, you know, some men who always have to greet you by kissing yeah, you yeah, on the lips. Yeah. Yes. Right. But these are friends yeah. of ours who do that. And mm-hmm. I do feel I would feel uncomfortable and it would cause a problem if I mm-hmm. were to say, um, you know, I don't want you to greet me by yeah. kissing right. me on the right. lips. And, right. But I feel like I should. Yeah. I, that should be my right to mm-hmm. do that. But mm-hmm. I don't. I don't feel 
yeah. that I have. Well, I do have that right. I just don't feel comfortable enough to do it, and that's a shame. Right. But what's more of a shame to me is that there aren't the men mm-hmm. who put women in you know, subjective positions and who view us as, you know, oh, don't worry your pretty little head about it. She's just the little woman. Mm. They should be more aware Mm -hmm. to, so that they wouldn't, they should know in this day and time, it's not okay to just go up and touch a woman. It's not okay to call them sweetie. They should be like Mm. Shri has mentioned before in other podcasts, some things really need to be unlearned and they're not, getting unlearned very fast. No, because we have a systematic objectification of women in this country. All over the world. All over over the world. world, But it pertains, like, I'm speaking of my own experience. It's the fact that we still are blaming victims. Mm -hmm. If it's rape, if it's sexual assault, whatever whatever kind of harassment Mm -hmm. it is, or violation, mm-hmm. we're still blaming the victims instead of going back and saying, well, maybe we should teach men yeah. that it's not okay to rape a woman right. or well, to catcall right. a woman or to harass a woman. Right. It's not okay right. as a boss to put your hand on a woman's right. knee right. in right. any situation. Right. Like, it, like um, just as you mentioned, like the perpetuate, like systematic Objectification uh, of women, right. like Shri and I watched a documentary called India's Daughter, and basically it's this really tragic story of this this um, medical student and her friend, a male friend of hers, go to a movie, and when they're leaving, they're walking back, and a bus comes up and says, "Oh, we'll give you a ride." And I think on the bus there were six or seven men on it. Well, when the women, when the two, when the woman and the man get on, they beat up the her friend and I will. They they rape her. They rape her, and but basically, so the lawyers for the seven men who raped her, their defense was well, a woman shouldn't be out. After a certain time. And it's like... So basically... Men can go... Be out at all hours of the of night. Course. But yeah. a woman can't... Of like, I mean, It's the same thing as the drinking. Yeah. Oh, well, she was drinking. So that means she was vulnerable. She wasn't being right. smart. She kind of deserved it. Or she was and asking then, for it. She was asking for it. And then you... And then... Well... And then you could say, well, the man was drinking yeah. too. Well, boys will be boys. Right. Exactly. That is exactly right. what happens every time, right. and exactly. it is right. that is the problem. Right. Yes. Is boys will be boys, which mm-hmm. is the most hated statement of all time yeah. for me. Right. And the fact that if I decide to go out and have fun, mm-hmm. the fact that my fun night yeah. has to be turned into that, and mm-hmm. it's my fault just yeah. because I want. So right. I, so what? I'm not allowed to have yeah. fun, but he can drink right. as much right. as he right. wants, and then violates right. anybody he wants. Right. Yeah. And that's still that is still a very common mm-hmm. accepted mm-hmm. position in our country, it, yeah. and uh, as you say, across the world, it is still as mm-hmm. you say. Susan B. Anthony would be quite disappointed mm-hmm. in the little progress. I mean, yes, we are out in the workforce now more than ever, yeah. but still the the attitudes Mm -hmm. of men and women have not changed and I think not only have men not learned but Mm -hmm. there's a whole host of women in this country 
who are perfectly fine with the with way things being are being second class mm-hmm. citizens and, to men. Well, that's and the problem. They is feel like that's the way it should be. What is so scary about our current political state mm-hmm. with Trump as president yeah. is. We are kind of not getting so outraged by the things that are going on. You know, Roe v. Wade is Mm -hmm. maybe being put back on the table. Stuff like this is Mm -hmm. happening. And people, if you aren't outraged, you're not paying attention. And that scares me Mm -hmm. because there is not enough outrage. And it's, we are just kind of, we're so almost used to this objectification Mm -hmm. and systematic sexism that it's like, we you just don't kind even of notice it's happening sometimes. You're just yeah. like, you know, yeah, you go tell your girlfriend a story and they're like, what just happened to you? And you're like, right. oh, it's nothing. And they're oh, like, yeah. no, right. that's not okay. Right. And you're like, yeah. oh my gosh, I didn't realize this. Right. And that's, mm-hmm. I think we all just need to, we should be allowed to be up in arms. Yeah. You know, right. people are like, right. oh, you're a feminist. Yeah. Or, oh, so you're one of those feminazis. Oh, so you hate all men. Oh, like that kind of stereotype. And it's like, I should be allowed to be mad. Yeah. There's, yes. Like you said politically, what's your thing about the next 200 years? Oh, all, all women should be in charge for the yeah. next 200 years, and men should not be allowed yeah, to do anything. Have their time. They've yeah. had their time since the beginning of time. Right. It is about damn well, time that we get yeah. ours. When you look at Amen. the current political structure and you look at that sea of old white yeah. man faces and crusty old white men, it just is quite disheartening for. Uh, women, for people of color, for um, anybody know, who's anybody not a white male, any minority, any minority, yes. right? It's frightening. Yeah, it's, it's scary. It's. Yeah. I mean, I hate to bring up Brock Turner and again give him any more publicity than that idiot right. needs, but the fact that the judge, the white judge mm-hmm. said to him well we need to think about his career at stanford right. and his swimming career we don't want to ruin the rest of his we life. don't want to ruin the rest of it. even though this woman will carry this yeah. with her for exactly. the rest of her life forever right. Right. and he walks away and he's just like three months three months and he just says this is going to be a story that he's going to tell his friends yeah yeah i got some that night yeah that's what's oh, that's that's so vile. yeah it and I got, you know, I had, oh, it's fine. It will be okay. You can do it too. I didn't yes. get that vibe. Like that. Yeah, it's just like, it, no, that's exactly yeah. what will happen. He'll right. go tell his friends, oh, dude, I only yeah. got three months. Right. Like, it's really not that big a deal. Well, I mean, like, that. I don't the, think it's yeah. inherent in most males. No, it is. Rape. No, that's it is a, not. And well, they, because if you look at yeah. the statistics, mm-hmm. so the untested rape kits, mm-hmm. if you look at all the untested rape kits, they've started testing them, thank God, because of in the backlog right. and Mariska right. Hargitay. Yeah. But the. So many of them are repeat offenders. Yeah. So it's not right. like we have thousands right. of rapists running rampant. Right. It's the fact that they're not getting caught and they're repeating, repeating and repeating right. and repeating. Well, right. see, that's the thing. You know, it's like being a rapist, of course you're going to do it again. You never change. If you are somebody who is right, if you, if you are tendency, if, if you, you think it's okay to yeah. violate a woman like that, the one right. time, or you're gonna yeah. think yeah. it's okay the right. second and the right. third time. Right. No, so yeah, right. so um, and moving, you should be yeah. in prison for life. Right. Yeah, that's right. my whole right. idea. Yeah, well, moving on from that, I think you have a story, the tennis player. <laughs> yes, this is 
this correlates to the way the different views of gender that we have and the different um, norms and expectations we have for men and women. So the U.S. Open is going on for tennis. Mm -hmm. And a female tennis player, at the 10-minute break, she changed because it was really hot at the U.S. Open this year. Mm -hmm. She comes back out onto the court after the 10-minute break Mm -hmm. and realizes that her shirt is on backwards. So very discreetly, before the match starts, while on court, she lifts up her shirt a little bit, exposing Mm -hmm. a little bit of her back with a little bit of sports bra, Uh turns her shirt around and pulls it on. Mm -hmm. The male um, officiator, whatever, cited her. With a violation. Okay. Now, no. let's look at the men. They are allowed to openly change their shirts yeah. on court. Be completely without a shirt. Completely yeah. without a shirt. Right. There are pictures of men sitting on benches while on court without yeah. shirts yeah. on, yeah. ripping them off right. and in celebration, and they don't right. get any citations. No, and we would, like, as we know, it's our... Um, local fair and it's about 95 degrees this week so we have had to see more men than i would ever care in my lifetime to see without shirts on walking around downtown and um i would be arrested if i did that and for men it's perfectly acceptable even though they have the same exact anatomy anatomy. as us and like i told mom there's some men who have bigger boobs than me. <laughs> and they're walking out around there without a shirt on. And all proud about yeah. it. And they're just like strutting out there. Look at me, babe. Right. It's well, it's the, it's, like it's the, the double it, standard. Well, yeah. It's a that dub- is what happens all the time with women. Parker, well, did you think you were going to get a word in edgewise? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't expect you. Okay. No, this is good. No, yeah. that's fine. Um, no, but it's a, like the reason why... Or at least I believe the reason to be that women can't go out with no bra or shirt on is because it's like, well, if we didn't, men would just go crazy. Like, they couldn't control themselves. It's the same bullshit with the school dress code. Yes! It's like, okay, I'm sorry, you can't wear an inch you know, tank top when mm-hmm. it's 99 right. degrees outside and we don't have air right. conditioning in our yeah. school. Right. Sorry, female, you can't wear that because it will distract our boys yeah. from their education. Never mind the fact that we have to, if a female is wearing something that's uh, quote-unquote unacceptable mm-hmm. to the, you know, school's eyes, they have to be taken out from class, uh-huh. from their education, right. Right. made to go change, right. yeah. and then come back. Yeah. And even sometimes suspended yeah. from their education mm-hmm. because of what they're wearing. Right. It, it infuriates yeah. me like no other. Mm-hmm. Right. The fact that we are constantly thinking, well, we have to think about how the men might react if you right. wear this. It's or rape. yourself. Right. Just, you are a grown-ass man. Right. You can control right. yourself. It's like, it's the perpetuation <laughs> Perpetuation of rape culture. It is. It, it, it's all. It, yes. Because because it's, it's men can't control themselves right. from rape. Right. Like to say that you know, well, you know, sorry, you can't wear what you want because we have to consider the boys. Like that's bullshit. Like I mean, no, it's like, be, it, I mean, yes, like, exactly. Like or it's like. Oh, I just forgot what I was going to say. No, but I'm just saying, if we told the boys, sorry, you can't wear a tank top to school. You have to wear long sleeve, yeah. a t-shirt to school every day. 
Parents would be calling yeah. in saying, yeah. now my son, it is 100 degrees right. in your school. Yeah. He will be wearing right. that tank top regardless. Right. Or crop top. It, or anything. Like, like, it's... it's well, like... I, I, it's the double yeah. standard. Yeah. That's just, just uh, the double right. standard that happens right. that should not be happening. It, yeah. It's just assumed... It's just assumed to be a right and natural part of society. Yeah. Right. So, on just a slightly different... A different story, but, you know, I was 30... Almost 31 mm-hmm. when your dad and I got married. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I had for 10 years mm-hmm. been gainfully employed, had my own apartment... You know, my, I had bought my own car, mm-hmm. was perfectly 100% independent. Yes. So I had an account at a local jeweler's that I had had for several years. Mm-hmm. And so did your dad, but he had his account, I had mine. This was before we were ever married, ever together. The time after we got married, the very next time I went into this jeweler, my account was under his name. What? And I did not request it. Oh. Uh. And they just like closed my account mm-hmm. and put all of my business under his name. That made me very angry. As you would. Yeah. I, yeah. What but the heck? I know. Like I mean that like that's like what back in the nineteen hundreds, you know, women couldn't own property. Oh, property. Right. Yeah, that's kind of what mean, it was like. Like you know, like yeah. or like what? How recently was it that women could register for credit cards? Well, I don't know that part. But I know it was... Lord knows I've used enough of them. But I'm saying, like, it's been, like... It was a fairly recent development for... I mean, it's all... Right. I it's all too recent. Yeah. Way too recent. I, the yeah. fact that it took us until the 1900s to get the right to vote. Mm-hmm. And then at that, that was basically all we were allowed to do. Mm-hmm. Right. We, there was very little... Right. extra things that right. they gave us that right. was like well you can yeah. vote now you can do this you can do this you can do this and i it's it's just frustrating yeah. how we've come so far i yeah. yes i will agree with that the fact that you know we have like showrunners like shonda rhimes who is extremely mm. successful and she is not only a woman but a woman of color right and right. employs and has as the leads in her shows women of color which right. is what we need in this society yeah. right. but More women the fact in that in 2018 mm-hmm. a female tennis player for discreetly right. turning yeah. her shirt around gets a violation right. on the right. court yeah. while men can openly be right. shirtless yeah. Yeah. Well, it's is, wrong. Is, yeah. it's just plain wrong yeah. there's no there's no other way to say it it's not like you there's no side you could argue that would explain why that's okay. Yeah. Right, exactly. That you There's could, no stance to take. If you right. came up to me and said, well, let me explain to you why it's okay that that happened, yeah. I'd immediately stop yeah. listening. Right. I'd walk away <laughs> because that <laughs> argument does not exist. It doesn't yeah. exist, you're right. You'd say, okay, right. here's my argument, right. and then you just have yeah. to stop right. talking because right. there one does right. not exist right. 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 Exactly. for that. Right. It simply mm-hmm. doesn't. Well, I think we should also talk about the belittling of sexism, although I know we've talked a lot about it anyway, but I think, like, you know, like, in in a lot of, in the world today, you see it, like, sort of like, oh, it's not that bad, you know, oh, was it really as bad as you say it was? Like, it's sort of like the way that rape is reported. Well, like, right. when so, you, like I said, when I went, we were talking and prepping for this, I mm-hmm. said, well, here, I have a couple of stories where yeah. I, you know, I've, I've felt sexism okay. at play, 
Um, and I said, but it's really not been that yeah. bad. And, and I guess what I was thinking was compared to women who have been mm-hmm. um, harmed professionally mm-hmm. or physically. Right, like or sexually whatever, harassed. Sexually and, harassed. Yeah. So, but, the, but then, so that's when you both brought up, but you're, you know, when you have been treated in a sexist way, that is yeah. as important. You shouldn't yeah. belittle that. Yes. Like my story about the jeweler. Mm-hmm. I mean, did that harm me physically or harm my profession? No. No, no. But, it but still, it's still like, it's a sexist thing. The fact thing. that it still yeah. occurred. So, right. That's yeah. any sexism. Yeah. Like, we should not be referring to it as, well, this was a minor case yeah. of sexism, right. this was a major case. It should just be like, yeah. any sexism right. is wrong. Exactly. Right. Because you're teaching, you guys are teaching me, this old lady, a lot. Well, okay, <laughs> so. so what are the stories? I, I she already to... told them. But we've been t- I've been telling the stories all along. Oh, so, okay, right. okay. So those I'm, are my... Oh, so oh sorry. And I so I understand it. why you... Yeah. Like, even when I tell my, you know, few, like, when I've been out or, like, whatever, those stories, I still feel weird telling them because I'm like... Well, that's, My. you almost want to be like, well, I was drinking, so I guess, you know, you start to blame yourself too, right. and you start yeah. to, right. you start to kind of right. minimalize what happened right. to you, right. and that's the problem is, is, women don't want to tell some of these stories, because they're like, well, it seems I was, minor, but it really is not, it's, it's not, important. regardless of what went on with you, it's, yeah. it's still sexism, yeah. it's yes. still the, and what right. sexism is, is, is one person deciding, I'm better, mm-hmm. you're lesser right. than, and this is how this works. Yeah. And right. any case that happens is wrong. wrong. Yeah. Is wrong. <laughs> right. So let's talk a little bit about sexism in the workplace. Okay. Because here's a, an observation. I've been working now for 33 years, I believe. Mm-hmm. And mainly I have worked for male bosses. Yeah. Um, however, in, in the business world, I have risen up to a certain level of success. You have been very successful, I think, but never to the absolute top levels. As a, as a professional, I, I have a pretty strong, well, just as a human being, I have a pretty strong personality. Yeah. Yes. And have had to be very tough and very strong Mm -hmm. at times in my job to get where I am yeah. and I've had to be very outspoken mm-hmm. and some people would call it aggressive yeah. or at least assertive but or that you're a bitch oh, yeah. that's exactly where I was headed but I have often been not often I don't want to say that but but have also been labeled a bitch or yeah. a hard ass because yeah. of it and it's that old classic story yeah. women who are strong women in the workplace yep. are labeled as bitches yes. while men are admired right. for those they same qualities. They have strong leadership qualities. And that, yeah. Right. And that has not or, changed, right. to my knowledge, at, at all. all. That right. attitude mm-hmm. still exists, even though there are women who get to the top levels of companies, yes. but they are labeled a lot of bitches. times yeah. labeled as bitches and hard-ass. Well, and they don't, yeah. and, like, right. and they, if they have a family, well, they don't care for their family. Yeah. She's not right. being a good mother exactly. by being at the top. Right. Exactly. Or like you know, like if a woman cries at work, she's weak. You know, like she can't control her emotions, right. and this is what you right. get with women. Right? Yeah, I was expecting this. Like, you know, and, it's, it's just like, oh, oh yeah. well, well that's that makes sense. She's, well, she's a woman, right? I mean, right. so it's like well, again, we have this perpetuation of if 
only men can be in, like, really serious role, like, in the top roles, because women are just can't handle it. Oh, right, they're too weak, they've yeah. got their, their minds too much on their families, they, right. they don't cry, they, right. yeah. they, they don't won't, have tough yeah. leadership skills, I know, that, and that has been frustrating for me, because in the companies where I've worked mm-hmm. it, that have been seriously male-dominated, mm-hmm. um, I have felt like it, this company could really benefit from having yeah. women in leadership, yeah. and the, it would never happen. Yeah. It will never happen in this one particular company I'm talking about. Yeah. It will yeah. always remain a male-dominated company, mm-hmm. and women are treated like, well, you know... You're a woman. You're a woman. You wouldn't be able to handle the stress of the job. You couldn't handle... Well, that is what makes me so sad about the way we've been belittled in general is what if women had been given equal opportunities from the start? What what would this world look like? How different would the world look like? How different, I think, quite frankly, we would be living... In a Trumpless world, yeah. one. Amen. And secondly, <laughs> I think the rampant sexism in the world would be barely there. Right. Yeah. I think war. Exist. I don't think half of the wars that have occurred would have occurred, mm-hmm. and I think we would be a much more caring society in general. Well, I I have to speak on a historical context of like women re like when women have gotten to like the high ranking like become queens in their own right you know it's sort of been like a bloody fight to the top you know like Catherine the Great of Russia quite literally had to murder her way to (laughs) become because she wasn't if she had not fought that hard, right. she never would have gotten and there. That's exactly right. So we shouldn't be looking at that and saying, well, it's still just as bloody with women. No, no it I'm had not, to be bloody. No, I'm not. It wasn't like old, crusty yeah. white men were sitting around and being like, well, let's let's go see. Let's, let's no, go invade I mean, Vietnam no, for the not, hell of it. Because no, we have to stop communist, yeah. okay, communism. That wasn't my point. I'm just saying, like, women in the history historical sense have always had to fight to get to where right. they want to be. No, right, but I'm saying yeah. if at the beginning yeah, men no. were assholes yeah. and let us do right. something in this world, mm-hmm. what would the world look like? Right, exactly. It'd be a different world. It, it would be. Yeah. It would be it would be a astronomical. Like yeah. right. you we couldn't even imagine. Yeah. Right. A world. And one of the things that makes me so sad is, you know, I felt like we took a the country took a leap forward by electing um, President yeah. Obama. And we had a wonderful eight years under President <laughs> yes. Obama. Hey. <laughs> and I felt like that perhaps the country then had opened the door to being more open minded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh and then it the country I feel like turned. Yeah. <laughs> although although he didn't win the popular vote. So right. But he that's won what where I have it mattered. To, he, right. But no, he didn't. He, he, he didn't. He won because the dumb electoral college, which should not exist anymore, mm-hmm. voted him in. Right. And so my point is, is not that. But my point is that uh, we, as a country now, have taken a hundred steps backward. Yeah. Right. And it worries me. It really worries me about the the chunk of people who support the ideology of our current leadership, Uh not just Trump, but our current 
congressional leadership, which is to take away women's rights, to sublimate women, to... Uh, I mean, that's a huge concern. And to to take away the rights of the LGBTQ uh-huh. plus right. community, right. to take away a women's right to choose. Yeah, yeah. To, yes. everything. Um, uh, you know, like... If you're not a white male, you're right. not benefiting from this right. administration. Right. And, right. I, I, and it's a I, huge concern. I'm going to use a more um, poignant word. It terrifies me. Yeah. The fact that Roe v. Wade is even spoken about in mm-hmm. the context right. that let's bring it back to the Supreme Court right. in a time when right. Trump is being allowed to pick mm-hmm. the next right. chair right. of the Supreme Court which right. he should not be allowed oh. to because yeah. he should be impeached but right. anyway back anyway. to women it's, <laughs> it terrifies me that they're like we don't want to make birth control free anymore right. we want right. to take away your right to choose right. we right. basically Margaret Atwood was telling yes. us what the future is going to yeah, be exactly. is when you let a leader in l- say things like this that yeah. separates a country that says it's okay to call women pigs and ugly and fat and to right. talk about right. um, s- harassing them and assaulting, assaulting them, them like yeah. Trump did right. in the right. Access Hollywood tape yeah. and the fact right. that he still got elected after yeah. that yeah. it's that is Stunning. what shows more than anything the way our country views women yeah. right. is the fact that he was could say grab him by the pussy yeah. right. and and still be our president. And still get female voters. Exactly. Flip. A flip majority. But, so, still. but still the fact yeah. that any you woman could hear that. audiences behind him when he does his, his rallies. Mm. And it's full of women. Yep. I'm just... Well, but of course, I feel like the, some of the, at least some of those women were dragged there by their husband. Maybe. Like, I mean, because it's sort of like... They look pretty happy to be there. And that's right. just something I cannot fathom. Well, it's just, it's just the fact that we have an administration and a presidency mm-hmm. that is willing to talk about women like that yeah. and willing to take away our rights right. so easily right. that terrifies yeah. me it's to a be a woman in 20... Terrible term. The only thing I can... I have any faith in is that... After Trump was elected, that women's march yeah. mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. the power that all these women gave yes. each other and said, we will not let you do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever you have fight. in mind, we will fight. We will show up in the hundreds of thousands and fight right. not only for us, but for our daughters. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And for humankind. Yeah. For humanity. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 Uh, yeah. Uh, we're getting a little political. Yeah, so no, let's no, turn no. To uh, well, no. I mean, that's okay. It because, goes hand in hand. Yeah, it, does. it is a hand it in does. hand. I mean, it does. so anyway, so I guess the next thing uh, we should talk about is uh, feminism. Although we've been talking a great deal, but this is another thing. It, we, yeah, it's, we, it's we need to talk about it. So the definition of feminism is the social, political, and economic equality of the sexes. So what is your definition of sex, uh, feminism. Mother? Do you want me to go? Yeah. So I love that definition yes. because it's about <laughs> equality. And I think that our society um, uses, views the term feminism in a negative way. Mm-hmm. It has negative connotations. Yes. People don't understand that it is about equality. It's not about making myself greater mm-hmm. than anyone else. It's about being given a fair shot, right. an equal shot, an equal chance, yeah. an equal voice. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that, I feel like, is never going to happen. Yeah. But 
feminism, you know, what that means to me in my life, I think I was just born a feminist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have always had attitudes of I am I am as great as anybody else you know I'm a, a woman I grew up in West Virginia uh-huh. you know with very little ad- advantages mm-hmm. uh, very few advantages because of growing up in the middle of a very conservative uh, backwards yeah. state so I have but I've always had the attitude well actually I, my attitude has been I don't need men mm-hmm. I I am better than a lot of men I know. <laughs> yeah. and uh, but I have I been given an equal shot at things and an equal voice mm-hmm. in society probably not it's not been to the point where my life has truly been affected right um, but I just like the whole feminist stance of we have a right. Mm-hmm. We have a right to be seen and heard and to be in control of things and be in charge mm-hmm. and to to just be um, on the same plateau as men. Right. Now that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that I feel like I have to shame men and right. I have to um, like hate them, mm-hmm. although, some of us, you some, can. Some of them. You can uh, hate, it's fine. Right. And so, like, you know, Ellen and I have had a conversation a lot about the role of men and women in a marriage, and I have very openly said, I do defer a lot to your dad because um, I feel like there are many areas involved in a marriage that he's more competent mm-hmm. And he is better at than I am. Yeah. So, And plus, I have grown to trust his advice and trust his, I don't want to say leadership, but just trust his guidance when I needed it. And so, so some people may see that as me being not a feminist because I am willing in some ways to defer to his opinions and to, but uh, so anyway, that's where I, I stand on a feminist thing. Well, here's what I think, like just my interjection. Like I think Keely, being a feminist, like, as you said, deferring to our dad to a lot of things in your marriage, I don't think that's wrong. As long as dad is not oppressing you and saying, right. well, honey, don't worry about it, I'll do it. Like, like as you, long as he's not oppressing right. and disrespecting like, me, which he right. never Or does. mansplaining. Right. Like, like, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know if he does that or not. <laughs> well, I mean, like... But there's being, no yeah. oppression, mm-hmm. there's no uh, belittling, there's yeah. no disrespect. Well, like, because I know, like, an, uh, about take-home pay, you know, for the one of the leading causes for divorce is money financial but like a lot of men may f- or for some men they feel may feel like oh my wife makes more than me and that emasculates me in a way that makes me I feel I think some men do feel l- that way like yeah. I feel lesser than right. and that shouldn't be that the way it is and but I think that if you what oh sorry <laughs> uh, um if you if you Yes, as long as you're in a marriage or whatever relationship you have, as long as one sex is not oppressing the other, I mean, I think that there, I view it as there is no, like, 
if you don't fulfill these things, you're not really a feminist. Because that's in the same... Okay, right. That's like, that's like the no true Scotsman fallacy. You know, oh, no true... I don't know what that is. Well, I mean, it's like saying no true feminist would ever let... Oh, whatever, oh, like, defer to a yeah, man or right. whatever. Well, what I feel like is in a relationship, mm-hmm. whatever it is, it needs to be a partnership that's equal. Equal respect. So, Ellen, your definition yeah, yeah. or your feminist worldview. Okay. Well, I will reply to what you said about the marriage thing. So, I agree. Is You can defer to a man in the marriage and still be a feminist. That's totally fine. It's the fact that dad has been taught to know these things, to be able to go to a, you know, car service center and take care of it and not be taken advantage of. He, uh, dad walks in, they immediately are like, sir, what do you need help with? Dad goes in, knows exactly what needs to be done and they won't try to sell him any bullshit. I go in and immediately it's like, well, I think you need this and this. I was talking to my hairdresser yesterday about this is they'll say, well, now uh, you could, you, I think you really need this. It'll make your car run better. And right. I, 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 could, I couldn't send you out on the road without this. Right. It's that, right. it's that sort of mentality that, that even you can defer to him all you want, but it's the fact that dad as a male was raised yeah. to know these things and be in charge of these things that is, right. is what frustrates me okay but my definition of feminism is i mean it's basically summed up by the classical definition it's just the equality of the sexes it's that the it's right it's us all being on the same level and i never knew really until just recently that that is the definition of feminism. And see, that's the problem, is right. that all these people think, oh, you're a feminazi, you're a feminist, you hate men, you yeah. do this, right. you won't, you know, it, it, it. the fact that we have, like, men's rights groups mm-hmm. is... Oh, are there men's rights groups? Uh, yeah. That's bullshit <laughs> It, it is, because it. it's like, they don't understand what the definition of sexism is, and they're like, women are going to overtake us, we <laughs> yeah. have got to protect ourselves, yeah. we need a women's rights group, yeah. or uh, men's, men's rights groups, group. and it's hilarious <laughs> to me, but, it, so, my, the future is female t-shirt, now it has, you know, origins in the, like, LGBTQ plus community mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but... Seeing that, you know, some I we were at Walmart one day and I was wearing that and our cashier, who was a male, said, oh, "Well, I think the fu- the future should be men and women, male and female." And you just don't get it. It's yeah. not saying when I say the future, the future is female. The future already is male. That's exactly because right. Parker made a joke about it once <laughs> and about me wearing the future is female T-shirt, and he said, "Well, what about men?" The the future, and this is exactly how I explained it, from year zero Mm -hmm. to now now. and to year 3000, it will be male. You've made your way. You've decided we're already here. We're in charge. This is what's happening. Mm -hmm. What the the future is female means is the fact that we're getting the same chance as you. Is that women are finally being allowed to enter society in the same roles as a male. I can run for Congress. I can run for president. I can do this. I mean, it's it's just the fact that we're given the same opportunity as men. Okay, look at Mercury 13. 
when Lyndon B. Johnson was president, he signed off saying these women won't be going to space. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't care who he thinks he is or what good he did for this country. The fact that he decided 13 women, no, ma'am, right. you right. won't be going to space mm-hmm. because you're a female and you can't handle right. it. I mean, back then, women couldn't even legally right. be fighter pilots. Yeah. In the right. in the army because right. they were women they were right. sensitive they were right. weak mm-hmm. and that is what it's it's that sort of thing is that the futurist female is the fact that we can go into space mm-hmm. we can do this we can so the fact that, that I can be a had. doctor or I can be a teacher and regardless of what I've decided it's fine mm-hmm. right. Right and it's, and it's allowed it's and allowed it's accepted yeah and nobody's gonna belittle you right. I mean quite right. frankly I go in and I want a female doctor yeah because I talk to a male doctor and they immediately are dismissing my pain mm-hmm. I've had right. like I mean you think about our gynecologist <laughs> right. I went in there and was talking about how bad my cramps were and he's like well mm-hmm. I I don't think they're as as bad as you th- right. as right. you Can know they really be that bad could they really right. are you really and I'm like I'm throwing up. Right. You know, they right. just, it's Don't that kind it. of dismissal. Well, so I, I really it, want yeah. female doctors. Right. I well, want female scientists. Right. Well, I just think it's really interesting why men are, there are male gynecologists. <laughs> like, you know. Well, that's a whole other thing. Well, well that's because women men, can't. Women, because couldn't. men couldn't, yeah. or women were not allowed to be doctors right. in general. So they couldn't even specialize yeah. in the field of gynecology. Mm-hmm. Right. So men right. were the... So that's how it all started. Mm-hmm. Right. If women from the beginning were allowed to be gynecologists, I feel like the ratio of men to women right. gynecologists would be mm-hmm. very different yeah. right now. Right. And I know this may sound sexist like against men, but in any company that I've worked for where there has been a female in charge, it has been a much better working environment wow. all around. And it's been just as successful. Mm-hmm. Yep. Those businesses have been just as successful yep. as the male-run ones but a better work environment. I'm just saying, let's look at the history of fraud Mm -hmm. in our American companies. Like Bernie Madoff. Who was he? A male. Let's look at Enron. Who was in charge of that? Men. Men. Volkswagen. Who was in charge of that? Men. Men, 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 men. That's all I'm saying. And women need a chance. Look at the state of this country right now. Who has been in charge? Men. Men. We've not had one female president, and we have a shit storm going on right now. That's why I thought that with the open door of the first uh, minority president, I thought that then that the country would accept a first female. female. Yeah. (sighs) I was wrong. It's just, it's a terrifying and depressing state we're in. It is. Terrifying Mm -hmm. and depressing. I mean, Handmaid's Tale couldn't be more... Right. uh, Frighteningly... Accurate. Prophetic yeah. and relevant. Yeah. Relevant. Who would yes. think that a, a novel turned series, mm-hmm. a novel that was written years and years and years ago, mm-hmm. could be so relevant in 2018? Yeah. yeah. It's horrifying. It's horrifying. Horrifying. Mm-hmm. horrifying. Yeah, it is. Simply. So, well, well, that was riveting and very <laughs> interesting. I'm glad both of you were on the podcast. Well, now I'm stressed. Stressed. You didn't get to say anything. Well, no, it's okay. It's all right. I, mean, I, I think mean, that was expected. No, I mean, like, because I am a cis, white, gay man, so I can't right. really speak on 
Like, I mean, right. we just need yeah. you to be an advocate. Yeah, for right, right. supporting women's rights. Right. We don't exactly. need like we don't, another right. male. Right. <laughs> being, you know, I I think like this is my what I want to say to all the men who may or may not listen to this. The best thing you can do is to support women's rights. And mm-hmm. and keep your mouth shut. And keep your mouth shut. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. Like, I mean, because, you know... Like, because society is changing. And it will always change. So fighting against any, like... Any oppression. Any oppression is just silly. So you might as well just... Embrace change. And embrace it or, I don't know, like... You have most, to embrace it because even when yeah. women were being burned at the stake mm-hmm. for being quote-unquote witches, mm-hmm. there were still trailblazers out right. there. Right. There were still women who were like, this right. is right. wrong. Yeah. So, inevitably, mm-hmm. we will change. Right. We have gotten the right to vote. Mm-hmm. We've gotten the right to go to school. We've gotten the right to become mm-hmm. pilots and to go into space yeah. and right. to do all this. True. Even yeah. though I feel like we currently are in a backward motion. We are. We but are then we're going to just say it's temporary. Yeah. Temporary right. backward motion. Right. That's right. Right. Well, thank you guys once again. Thank and you. Thank you for having you're us. You're welcome. This and was fun. We'll get around to, I'm sure. I'm sure you will be right. here for the next Okay. Week. All right. So. Yes. Just make sure everybody likes, uh, rate, subscribe, review. We still have All our Facebook. All the fa- above. <laughs> we still have our Facebook and Instagram page. So, okay. And, Yeah. Have a good week, everybody. All right. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. (laughs)